There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, June 27th, which means we are just about halfway through the year. And right now you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Okay, we've got a national holiday coming up, folks, where we spend money on fun stuff and enjoy it together. But I am not talking about July 4th. I'm talking about Amazon Prime Day. And as it nears, we decided to take a moment to explore the wild scale of Amazon and Amazon Prime and dive into questions like whether more choice, like 50,000 options for glass cups, actually make for a better customer experience. Before we get into discussing all that, let's fill you in on the latest in business and tech. Let's get crack live. All right, so the biggest news in the U.S. this weekend, without a doubt, was the overturning of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court which now leaves abortion rights up to individual states. In response to this, some of the largest companies in tech and finance came out saying they'd pay for employees to travel to other states where abortion services are available or let employees apply for relocation to such states without any other justification. This was definitely the biggest news, as I said, this past weekend, and obviously very much developing on the ground state by state. All right, let's see what's next. 3M is facing a lawsuit from over 100,000 U.S. military veterans who claim it's $7.63 per pair foam earplugs are defective and have led to hearing damage. Those must be some earplugs at $7.63 a pair, but yeah, if they don't get the job done, that ain't good. We'll follow this lawsuit as it develops. All right, moving along. Speaking about moving, the CIA headquarters got a new gym that may have cost an estimated $15 to $25 million. The Langley Fieldhouse is what it's called. It was built on part of a parking lot and an internal contest to come up with a name for the gym reportedly saw proposed names like where the parking used to be and super secret spy gym. So I guess they have a somewhat dry sense of humor in the CIA. Good to know. All right. What is next? Prominent Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo said he expects Apple's highly anticipated AR VR headset to come in January of 2023. Called it the most complicated product Apple has ever designed And Apple hasn't actually officially acknowledged the device, though. Earlier this week, Tim Cook said in an interview, and I quote, I couldn't be more excited about the opportunities we've seen in this space and sort of stay tuned and you'll see what we have to offer. Wink, wink. He didn't he didn't do the wink, wink. I just did the wink, wink. But you get the idea. All right. Moving along, the streaming wars are entering some new turf. Disney, Apple, and Amazon all submitted bids expected to be upwards of $2 billion each for future rights to the NFL Sunday ticket package, which lets you watch live games from outside your local region. The NFL was hoping for $3 billion bids, but that's reportedly off the table. Apple, keep in mind, has been dabbling in MLB and MLS, so soccer rights. Amazon will also be paying about a billion dollars a year for rights to Thursday night football. Also, in today's email, you can read some really neat pieces from Rob and Juliet about the booming Latin music industry and how Mark Zuckerberg is shifting his teams away from their work on elections. Sign up for the newsletter at thehustle.co. And with that, let's talk about Amazon Prime. All right, so let's frame this conversation a bit. If you hop onto Amazon.com right now and search for a basketball, 
you're going to be shown more than a thousand results. If you look for a blue sweatshirt, you're going to find more than 20,000. If you look for an iPhone charger, more than 30,000. Glass cups, more than 50,000. You get the idea? Imagine walking into a store with a thousand basketballs and trying to pick one, or a kitchenware store with 50,000 different glass cups. Sure, you can organize them by things like price and rating. Okay, so let's do that, actually. Four stars and up, glass cups, price between 25, 50. Okay, that leaves me with 20,000 options for a glass cup. As the saying goes, when people have too many choices, they make bad choices. You ever heard that? Right, so choice is normally good, but is too much choice good, right? You know, why is it easier to just sit down and watch a TikTok than it is to go watch a whole show on Netflix? It's because of choice, right? You don't have to decide what to watch on TikTok. It just starts playing for you. On Netflix, you have to spend 30 minutes with your whole family trying to figure out what to watch, and it's a pain in the And more and more frequently, I've been hearing people talk about how hard it's been getting to find good products on Amazon. And the emphasis here is on the words find and good, because there are good products on Amazon. There's also a ton of duplicate products. So it's the finding the good products that's gotten hard, and let's discuss why that is. So first of all, let's get some more context. Worldwide, Amazon Prime has over 200 million members. The company has never broken down how many of those are from the United States or from other countries, but analysts have estimated the number of U.S. households with an Amazon Prime account to be as high as 82%. Even if that's an overestimate, it's probably safe to say the number is high. Since launching Prime, Amazon's market cap has appreciated, though fallen a bit since, by almost the equivalent value of the entire global automotive industry. I'm really not sure if there's another business on the planet that gets a recurring check every year from more American households than Amazon through Amazon Prime. Over time, Amazon has taken its investments in rapid delivery and logistics and used them to build a fulfillment network through which many other people can sell many other things. And it figured this way, they can increase selection on Amazon without increasing really the cost of inventory and actually charge for that inventory, which is pretty incredible. Now, 1.9 million small and medium-sized businesses sell their products through Amazon, and the company takes a sizable cut of third-party seller dollars, upwards of 30%, through a combination of what you pay to actually sell on the platform, potentially have ads on the platform, and then have Amazon deliver your products and, you know, the fulfillment part. Now, back in the day, this used to be just fantastic. More sellers mean prices probably go lower through competition. Good for consumers. And you go on, you search for a phone case. You Truly, the best ones appear at the top. Great value. Some brands you recognize, some maybe not. But, but for the most part, just really simple, easy to find a good product, purchase it, get it to your house in two days. But in recent years, making a purchasing decision has arguably gotten much more difficult, in part because the company has incentivized so many sellers to hop on the train, specifically sellers from the folks out east in China. So Christopher Mims from the Wall Street Journal just wrote a piece detailing how between 2016 and 2020, the proportion of the top 10,000 sellers on Amazon based in China went from one in five to one in two. And these sellers primarily sell generic items for cheap. Many of them, the exact same items, just under different names. And this all helps them rank higher on Amazon. And many of them sell absolute and sometimes use fake reviews too to bolster their placement on Amazon. For its part, Amazon spent $900 million last year to combat counterfeiting and fraud, but still, it's a problem. Now, in a few weeks, on July 12th and 13th, 
Yes, it's a multi-day national holiday. Amazon will be celebrating Prime Day. So Prime Day is massive. Sales on Prime Day are projected to hit $7.76 billion this year. But data shows the spending on Prime Day is decelerating, and Amazon itself isn't throwing as big a party as it has in the past. You know, they used to have e-commerce experts like Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, and Lady Gaga perform or host product launches on Prime Day. The focus I see right now on the Prime Day site is mainly just for Amazon's own products, uh, which makes a lot of sense, right, for things like Alexa or Fire TV. Now, partly to blame may be a problem many retailers are feeling right now, which is just shifting spending habits with inflation. And also access inventory. Amazon execs have said they overestimated future demand during the pandemic craziness, and they're now trying to sublease 10 million square feet of excess space, and they're postponing new facility construction. All that is to say, maybe the consumer promise of choice, which now equates to a thousand options for basketball, seeing 30,000 options for iPhone chargers, 50,000 options for glass cups, isn't really necessary. And at what point does it start actually hurting the consumer experience or Amazon's own operations for that matter? Sure. It'll bring in the money, but at what cost? And bada bing, bada bing, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. I'm Jacob Cohen. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. If you like what you heard today, we've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. Sign up at thehustle.co. I hope you just have a really, really nice Monday. See you tomorrow. <laughs>